Welcome, brave adventurers, to the next exciting episode of Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Our heroes have found themselves in quite the sticky situation, or sleepy, should I say. <laughs> Awakening in the zoo that is the Feywild, will our adventurers find a way out, or will they perish, forgotten forever? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chronicles of the Lost Realm. I am the Chronicler, and joining me today is Faerun Tangthonalus, our Drow Ranger. You know what? I'm part Moon Elf, for God's sake. Why am I in the Underdark? Mm, maybe they don't know what Moon Elves are. Uh -huh. We are also joined by Billy Knoll, our Bard Extraordinaire. Hey! You know, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to sing We Didn't Start the Fire until they either kill me or let me out. Oh, if you do totally do that, then uh, then Hillman and I are breaking out into the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, not to be forgotten because he forgets himself quite often, Major General Hillman. Oh my goodness, look at all of these new people. Oh, they're going to love my tales of adventure and soldiering. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, real quick, just a reminder, we are live on Twitch TV slash Realm of the Mist Entertain. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. You're... I don't know if my nerves can take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You get to hear all of our blunders as they happen. <laughs> also, all of our rule breaking, because we really don't follow them too closely. I mean, that's your job. And just remember, and rules are for schmucks. The just, rules are what you make it. <laughs> and remember, on the uh, main panel that you're seeing on screen right now, there is a hashtag. If you're talking to us on any social media, make sure you're adding the hashtag. Hashtag Stumble Crew. So that way we know you're talking about this particular show. <clears throat> Is that what we're calling ourselves officially? Oh, yeah, you're it, officially a, the Stumble Crew. It is officially the Stumble Crew. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, Until that something is, better comes along. Stumble Quest is literally a throwaway joke from my LARP. Well, look, I don't want to eat time on the, on the campaign here, but uh, it, when I was a pro wrestler, we did a, we did a joke about getting ice cream on the way to the hospital. Again, a throwaway joke. That thing still haunts me. I've been retired since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. Since we did get started a little bit late, let's go ahead and jump headfirst right into this nonsense. Um, when we last left our intrepid heroes, you all had awoken in your respective uh, cells, I guess we'll call them all reflecting what appears to be a very stereotypical setting for 
whatever your race uh, or species might be. Um, so, you know, Farron being the drow is in a very Underdark-esque kind of area. Stalactites, stalagmites, things of that nature. They gave uh, me the Hillman. most boring cage. Let's just be real about it. <laughs> Hillman has found himself in uh, a very Tolkien-esque uh, kind of area with food and a nice little hovel and... You know, he's got that halfling luck going on. Tell me and the Billy... food is plastic. Please tell me the food is plastic. <laughs> and Billy, poor Billy, has found himself in the nightmare world of an empty tavern. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I... It's not quite empty, though. I can see people on the other side of the glass. That is true. Um, what it, it, it seems like glass, but it isn't quite white glass it's um translucent you can see through it it's it shimmers with almost a purplish hue kind of like um like the fine film of a bubble okay well uh i'm gonna roll performance because obviously i got billy Knoll trying to draw people to the front of his cage <laughs> with a rousing rendition of We Didn't Start the Fire. Or did you? <laughs> I mean... 25. 25 yeah. on a performance roll. 20, 25. You definitely started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't start the fire. <laughs> I'm getting everybody's attention, though. That That's good. So, yeah. You're playing right along. Or singing right along because you don't have your hurdy gurdy with you. Oh yeah, um, that's my voice. Uh, but your acapella version of "We Didn't Start the Fire" has drawn quite a few of these. Um, very, they they look elven, but almost more fae-like. Their eyes kind of shimmer a bit more. Their ears are a bit more pointy. Um, you can roll a uh, intelligence or a wisdom check to try and identify what these things are that are peering in at you. All right, let's roll an intelligence then, because that's the better. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as you can tell, these are just overly pretty elves. That's all I needed to know. What about <laughs> me? What about me? What about me? Uh, so, Faran, with your role, you identify that these are Eladrin. They are um, basically the, the elves before they went to the Prime Material Plane. Oh, so they're kind of like ghosts. Alright, can, can I roll a sleight of hand check to cast Minor Illusion, the Minor Illusion cantrip behind me? So, blocking whatever the illusion is going to be for anybody to see it? Like, what? casting it behind me? <clears throat> I hate to interrupt. We don't have any components. Minor Illusion doesn't require component. A bit of fleece. 
does it? I have it pulled up on my screen. We got our clothes on on us, don't we? I mean, I guess that's up to the DM. No, we don't have <laughs> clothes on. We're, we were left in, like, when, when he, in last episode, he pretty much said we are pretty much in our skivvies. Yeah, in small clothes. Small clothes. Ha! Ha ha! All right. Oh, While this is happening, Hillman goes charging toward the crystal viewing thingy. <laughs> the quote-unquote glass... Yes, yes. Knocks himself out. Thunk. <laughs> Thunk. Um, I don't know why I was waiting for a roll. My, I, I was waiting for a roll. <laughs> Apologies, everyone. No, no, that's my action. That's my action. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Hillman puts his head down, charges for this quote-unquote crystal viewing, <laughs> and... Uh, it makes a very satisfying, like, boonk kind of noise as you're almost like you hit one of those big rubber yoga balls and get bounced back. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah! No, a, bunch of, a bunch of the Ladron kids begin laughing at you. It makes the same noise that the damn dodgeballs did when they bounced off you in gym class. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yes. Pretty much exactly it. God, I know that noise well. I was about to say, man, we're going to give our listeners, like, nightmares now, because they're all going to hear that sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't take too too long before the crowd begins to thin out. Um, it almost seems like it might be, you know, closing time, if you will. And suddenly... Suddenly... Some very well dressed Aladdin come uh, Aladdin come in. Their uh, their their armor is very nature esque, like leaves and not leaves themselves. They're metal, but they're shaped like leaves and things of that nature. And they start just shooing everyone out of the room. That all of you can see. You can't see each other. But you can see that this is a very large room that you're in. And all the people start getting shooed out. Um, one of the... One of the um, more predominant looking ones wearing a very vibrant uh, turquoise robe or cloak walks up and kind of paces in front of all of your cages. And that's when you realize that you are all side by side. Question. I know I know we're down to our small clothes, but do we have like any talismans or, or jewelry that we once had? No. It has all been removed. God damn it. Uh son of a bitch. Uh, I just I just realized I <clears throat> could have used this last camp the last session we did. I have Faye. I'm Faye. I have advantage on saves versus charm and magical sleep. Uh-huh. So you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too late now. Yep. It's already canon. <laughs> already canon. <laughs> so, after pacing in front of your cage for a moment, 
he kind of takes a few steps back so that all of you can see him. And he says, Adventurous, my queen wishes to have words with you. Oh, a queen, you say? I feel we're a little underdressed to entertain royalty. What he said. Well, I mean, I don't think I am. <laughs> that one especially <laughs> is oh, underdressed. I assure you, what you are wearing is more than enough. She only wishes to pick your brain, if you will. No, I need it. Oh, she's the reason we're in here. I've got a couple things with her brains I want to pick with, too. Yeah, I'd like my stuff back. Oh, and when I'm done with her, you're next. (laughs) Me? I do believe (laughs) that in your current situation... Your threats are not warranted. We'll see. Threats? Yeah. Who, talked to, who said anything about a threat? <clears throat> I just want my stuff back. It's a hurdy-gurdy. What the can I do with it? You may not know about Dawn's shadow, but I promise you, when we make a promise, we see it through. They, uh... By the way, should I be rolling intimidation? Probably. <laughs> no. You're you're in your skivvies, and he's fully armored. On the other side of something solid. He he fears you not. He will. (laughs) I promise you, Um, before before this campaign is over, he will. (laughs) So I'm dead. They release the um, shimmering bubble force field... glass if you will and uh the other guards come in and they have their uh what do you call them manacles to take you to the queen (laughs) hold your hands out refuse all right (laughs) so hillman agrees they clasp your hands start leading you out of the cage i've got a plan <laughs> so the if you're refusing, the four guards that have come in begin drawing their weapons. Oh yeah, fight an unarmed man! How heroic and noble! Why don't you give oh, me a sword great. and let's see how we do? Uh, if only I had some gum Arabic. <laughs> oh no, we do not arm our animals. <laughs> Who are you calling an animal? You ever hear you ever hear what happens when you back an animal into a corner? We slay it and then eat it over a fire. <laughs> have at I guess you, we re- I guess we really don't have any choice because without anything on us, there's no way any of us have any components for spell casting. Yes. Yeah. Some of us do have you know, racial abilities, though. Indeed. Like, I really want these four guys to come in right now. Well, no, they're, they're standing right there at the entrance of your cage telling you to hold out your hands. They've got the manacles ready to go. Alright. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit the leader dude with cutting words. Oh, feel free. 
using I'm using it I'm using his I'm using my bardic inspiration against him. So he gets a minus three to whatever. He's gonna fight it hard. <clears throat> okay, so he walks over to Billy, who is using cutting words and being very insulting, and using his wit and all that good jazz. <laughs> Which should so he be doing? So brave. So brave. Much wow. Much wow. Um... All right, I'm I'm gonna send a You're, message to the DM. You're making, you're making you're making fun of guys in their skivvies. You must terrify guys who think slimes are terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If my messenger will work here, keep him busy. <laughs> I am so, keeping him busy. So yeah, he comes over. What is your armor class with no armor? With no armor. Um, I did not calculate that. Uh, let's see. Leather gives me 11 plus dex. What would, what would unarmored be? Uh, 10 plus your dexterity modifier. Okay, so that'll be a 14. Same here. And yes. Was that an answer to my question? <coughs> um. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. He uh, whiffs with the first one and hits you with the hilt of his long, or the you know the pommel of his. Longsword, Billy, for seven points of damage. Silence. Oh, big, big man with a Pokey sword stick. hilt. <laughs> big man, big man with a sword hilt, hitting unarmed guy. So um, this, is, this is police brutality right here. Police brutality. Was the leader was the leader that he that that Billy's uh, uh, mind screwing with right now? He was part of the four that was like challenging me a minute ago, right? No, he's standing back. Well, he was standing back. Now he's standing by Billy. There's four separate guards standing in front of your little uh, cell. God Almighty! I want to do it, but I'm thinking I'm going to hold off. I, I finally, like, all right, leave him alone. We'll come quietly. And I hold out my wrists. Okay. They, hey guys, what took you so long? <laughs> they class on the, the quote-unquote handcuffs, and they start leading the three of you out of your your cells. Um, you Billy, see that... Uh, Billy, presents, Billy presents both his wrists with both middle fingers up. <laughs> There are a number of other cells in this room, 
Um, you can see see into them. There's all kinds of different races in this chamber. And as they lead you out, you come into a open kind of um, craggy mountainous region almost with some fine mist that just kind of hangs on the ground. And you can see that there are many other uh, little cave places like this in which people or the Eladrin are going in and out of. And you immediately get the sense that this is just one piece of a much larger zoo, for lack of a better term. When we were going through the cages, did we happen to notice where Nua was? Let's find... What's your... Um, What's everybody's passive perceptions? 13. 13. 14. Um, and no, she was not in that particular cluster. Uh. Um, as they begin guiding you along through the, the open area, you know, the wispy fog moves around their ankles and um, with your passive perceptions, you actually catch a glimpse, um, you know, not too far away of what appears to be. So how the, how I'm envisioning this is you, you've come out of your cage, you've started going down this slight, uh, sloping kind of ground area. It's about five, 10 feet. And then off to the left is this floating, purplish crystal that is very reminiscent of the purple that was your quote-unquote glass. Okay. <laughs> um, they kind of, you know, the guards kind of do the typical guard thing and kind of shove you. Move along. Eyes front. Nothing to see here. And uh, That's what you want us to think. <laughs> After about 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20, um, you come into view of a massive fortress-esque castle slash tower that appears to be made of some sort of um, like a black ice. And Damn. they es I was hoping it was made out of the same shit as our prison cells. <laughs> <clears throat> They escort you in and through some winding halls, you know, kind of doubling back here and there. Um, does anyone have eidetic memory as a feat? I'm not sure anybody. I think you all took ability score modifiers, right? Instead yeah. of a feat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have so, yeah. memory in real life. You can. Um, I would like everybody to roll intelligence checks to attempt to remember where you are. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. I remember. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> My halfling, I'm lucky. I remember. Oh, yeah. So, you, so, so far, so far, everybody's remembering which way is up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So all three of you, despite these guards taking you around, 
you know, through different corridors and down staircases and around left and up and down, um, you do remember the way that you have come. Okay, left, um, twice, straight ahead, right, hey. left, right. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for the map. <laughs> by the, uh, by the way, do, 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 do we happen to notice what kind of weapons these guys had that they had trained on us? Uh, they are actually wield. The captain himself is wielding a um, very fancy and fine-looking longsword. The other guys are actually wielding. Um, well, they're they're elven curved blades, but they do the um, effects of a great sword. Are they one-handed uh, or two-handed? Two-handed. Damn. Yeah. Um, as you are, uh, led along, you come into a, uh, very large chamber in which the captain swings the doors open, you know, all grandiose and whatnot. Um, the carpet leads up to the throne and standing on either side of the carpet, you know, along in rows are 10 guards on each side. And they are in full plate, and they are all armed with glaives. Um, <laughs> sitting at the throne is a uh, just unfathomably beautiful Eladrin woman. She's got blonde hair, all tied back, all prim and proper. She's wearing a... Um, white and blue cloak that you can see, you know, from the front. It's got, like, some swan feather things going on. She just... It's a stark contrast to the militant surroundings. And she's just kind of sitting in her chair, and as you come in, she stands up. Kind of has this, um... look of interest on her face. Hillman strides forward. Oh, your majesty. Uh, I need I'm... to talk to you about your guards because they're ill-trained and I, Major General Hillman, could uh, train them right up for you. I leaned to Billy and I, I think I understand why we're standing here in our underwear. <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> Queenie needs a harem. Don't get any ideas. So... Again, what she, I want to poke her with right now does not require what is not in my loincloth. <laughs> she takes a few steps down um, down these, you know, there's probably five or six steps that she comes down and walks up pretty much in front of you. She's got about a three, four foot gap, and she's kind of really studying you closely. And she holds up a hand and you see a glowing circle appear in the ground that encompasses all three of you, her and a few of the guards that just kind of lights up a little bit. <clears throat> and, um, Billy and Billy and Hillman can both roll Arcana checks. Uh, Farron, if you have Arcana, you may roll it. I have, um, uh, Okay, so, yeah, everybody can roll it to identify what she has cast. I'm sure it's not as good as everybody DC, else's, but I have it. DC is 15. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. All right. 
So all three of you, you know, you see her cast the spell, but it doesn't, you're not in any kind of distress or anything like that. However, you feel 100% inclined to tell the truth. Does that count as a charm effect? Let us find out. <laughs> in the next episode. No, I'm, just, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Oh, man. We'd have a lot of first and last time viewers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they walked to the queen in their underwear, and that was it. What a terrible episode. <laughs> All right. Um, to be fair, we don't have any of our stuff. It does make shit difficult. <laughs> so... It does not specifically say that this is a charm, but you all must make charisma saving throws. DC 17. Uh, so we have to beat a 17? Yep. <laughs> How all does right. 22 sound? Hillman doesn't really... Yeah, I'm not really God. bothered by it. Right? Come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> the bard's gonna sing like a canary. <laughs> I have the highest freaking charisma out of everybody. So, if it counted as a charm effect, I'd have advantage. I'd get to roll again. So, you guys. Alright. Billy, you cannot speak a deliberate lie while in the radius of this circle. Um. But, oh, that's a neat trick. But you can be evasive in your answers as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. Uh, <laughs> the other two are unaffected by the spell. Um, it, the spell is the zone of truth. Question. Yes? Does she realize that we're not affected by it? She does indeed. It's a, the description of the spell says, you know whether each creature succeeds or fails on its saving throw. Dang. So her eyes are 100% locked on Billy right now. Hi, how can I help you? <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you here any longer than you have to be. But. Then we'll take our things and leave. I'm with um, him. But I, I may be beautiful and the ruler of this realm, but I am certainly, certainly no fool. I want to know who you're working for. Who we're working uh, for? <laughs> Are we working for anybody? I kind of do things on my own. I don't have an employer. Short Stack and I are still waiting to get paid from the last realm we were in. I guess if you really want to get technical, it's Griff, but, like, we're a long way away from his tavern. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of you works for Orcus? Who? Who? Uh, Orcus? (laughs) All of you may roll a knowledge, um, religion, sorry. Oh, I do have uh, yeah. Or, or, 
or Arcana. Religion or Arcana. Either one will work. Yeah, either one's the exact same number, so... Go with uh, Arcana. Arcana. Yeah, either one you want to go with, I'm cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) Billy maintains his answer. Who? (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So, Hillman and uh, Farun, you both know that Orcus is a extremely unpredictable and evil demon lord of the um, one of the nine planes of the abyss. Oh, yeah, you, you're you're definitely more of a fool than you let yourself on to believe. But it's not surprising you're blonde. I would never I, serve something like that. I serve Maliki goddess of nature i don't serve any evil deities and if i did look at me don't you think it would be loth <laughs> is that what we're talking about <laughs> is that what we're talking about it's a deity <laughs> like she she got the wrong person to be asking these questions to because i haven't had to lie once or be obtuse <laughs> So she turns around, kind of takes a few steps back towards her throne, and turns back to you and says, very well. So then, who do these belong to? And she produces the two stones. Wait, player character knowledge. How the fuck did she get that one from Lisbon? Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Uh, she should only have one. We collected the green one. The other one's still with Lisbon. Hey, or wait a minute. I just had a it? great idea. You two are marked with his symbols on your back. I haven't touched any stones and have no tattoos. Look, see, I'm not with them. Take my turn around, show my back. I can go, right? <laughs> really? No, not really. see ya well Billy kind of looks at the single stone in the queen's hand and goes well I mean technically the stone doesn't belong to any of us we just found it yeah I touched the stupid thing and then this thing See, herein lies my problem. You, Drow, I have no issues with you. You are clean. You are clear. You obviously are not with these two fools who have touched these cursed items. Hey, how are we supposed to know they were cursed? Veron looks... It's not like they're sitting down there with a giant sign of, Don't touch me, I'm cursed! Bron looks the queen dead in the eye and she sa- he says, Your Majesty, I fear that we may have gotten off on the wrong foot. If you'll grant me a moment to hear me out, maybe I can possibly convince you that although these two are idiots, <laughs> their involvement with those stones are completely innocent. And also, maybe you'll find that you and I may work on the same side regarding these stones. She kind of turns around and goes back up the steps to her throne, sits down, 
mulls it over for a moment and she says, You know, I thought today was going to be a boring day. Please, regale me with your tale. I have a tale or two to tell you. Shut up, Hillman. Sorry. Ferran, uh, I don't really want to have to re- uh, recap everything you guys can hear right, in the last right. episodes. Ferran uh, re- regales her with the tale of how we wound up with the first stone, how it was thrusted into Billy's hand, how we accidentally stumbled across the scribble stone while we were trying to help a farmer, and also the fact that we had contacted a wizard about these things to find out about it and, and its markings and discovered that the that the... Uh, an evil queen is looking for these stones to open basically the whole entire process and why we took it upon ourselves to not only help these two idiots, but also to stop the queen from attaining these stones that, that evil queen from obtaining those stones. Right. Okay. She sits back, takes it all in for a moment because you know, in our time, that took all of 30 seconds, but in game time, that probably took about 10 minutes or so. And she says, This is quite disturbing. These, these stones, as you may, as you know, will open the portal. But the portal isn't just to any realm or letting demons in or anything like that. This particular portal goes directly to the ninth plane of the abyss to Asmodeus's home. Asmodeus being the lord of the nine plane or the nine the ninth existence of hell, basically. He is the the top dog. He's Satan, basically. Right. Um, we, abs- we absolutely have no intentions of allowing anybody to open that portal, whether off us ourselves opening that portal. If anything, can we destroy the stones or put them in safe hands to make sure... And can we do that while my friends here and, and Ferran Koffs <clears throat> are marked safely? The marks that your friends bear are the power of the stones. Each stone bestows upon whoever touches it, so long as they live, a very specific ability. Oh, uh, really? The more powerful... The person gets, the more reliable the power is. At your current state, it would be rather unreliable. But still fun, nonetheless. I get the um, feeling that the use of it would be costing your soul. What, what, kind oh. of pa- what kind of powers are we talking here? You see, the, this green one is the, as you called it, the, the Scribble Stone, I believe? That's what the goblins we took it from called it. <laughs> How cute of them. This particular stone is a representative, or a representation of the Archfey. 
With it, you would be able to use the power known as Dark Delirium. Billy just kind of side-eyes Nolan. <laughs> it would allow you to plunge a creature into an illusory realm. That could go either way. Oh my god. <laughs> Hellman, you can send people to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Neat! This blue stone. I could find Duke. She doesn't have the blue stone. Yes, she does. How? Lizban gave it up. Lizban gave it up. Lizban works for her. Have you not figured that out yet? No, I hadn't figured that out because there was no in indication that. It was possible. You know, you know what exactly. my first clue was when she showed the other stone. <laughs> <laughs> the blue stone is aligned with the great old ones. Ah, it bestows fuck. the ability to create thralls. If you, <sighs> if you simply touch an incapacitated creature. They will become charmed by you until you use Remove Curse upon them. I, uh, I don't know if I like that. Well, you know what? I get the impression that the use of those powers will cost you your soul. So, uh, I vote that you two forget that you even have that ability and never think or speak on it again. What ability now? Exactly. <laughs> My only curiosity is, which stone does the queen have? We don't know. Hmm. Interesting. And why would she be trying to open the portal? That doesn't make much sense. Again, we have not gained that information. In fact, we were on our way to <clears throat> the city that's not supposed to be named to maybe get some more answers. Oh, yes. That cesspool. Yeah, that cesspool. Very well. I shall not hold you from your quest. In fact, I, I very much would like to see how this unfolds. She comes back down and takes the manacles off of you guys, gives Billy and Hillman their stones back. Nice. <clears throat> <laughs> so... How about we see to getting your equipment back? That'd be lovely. I second that motion. <laughs> I greatly appreciate that. And any further information that maybe you could help lend uh, to aid our quest? Maybe uh, something she... that you know that we don't? Because I told you everything we know. She begins walking down the hall and she's, come, come, let's get your things. And as you're walking, she says um, basically that once long ago, Gress was the pinnacle of the realm. It was the most beautiful city that had ever been created. It wasn't until the king um, married a extremely power-hungry woman who happens to be the same queen that is holding the stones now. Uh -huh. uh, 
she um, she killed the king, and the only person who stood up to her and kind of saw through her ruse was a cleric, the head of the uh, uh, temple, um, named uh, Lord Peristine. Unfortunately, some adventurers got ca- adventurers got caught in the middle of it all, and they really didn't know who to trust. Things went back and forth, and Sounds really familiar. <laughs> Sounds really came, familiar to me. It came down to a final decision: either help Peristine or help the queen. And the adventurers chose to help Peristine. And they thought that they killed the queen. And bless his heart, Peristine, he wanted to do what was best for the realm. And he knew that the queen had dealings with some force beyond recognition. And so he held her prisoner down in the deepest dungeons of Gress. It was there that she formed a pact with the demon lord Asmodeus and was able to gain the power to slay Peristine and open a portal which allowed demons to enter the realm. And thus began the dark ages of the demons. Which, for anybody that's kind of been listening... Um, we kind of went over that back with one of the preludes on Press A Gaming about, um, you know, the drow fighting off the demons and how writing and things like that kind of disappeared. And so people didn't remember all of this information. So, for new adventurers, heading into Gress, that place is tainted and cursed. You are likely to find things there that ought not be found and learn things that certainly should not be learned. Uh, If there's an an alternative, we'll take it. I mean, it sounds kind of like what we've already been through, so what's what's a little more (laughs) at this point? Must must be Tuesday. (laughs) She opens up a, a door... And inside you can see pretty much any kind of armor, any kind of uh, garments, weaponry, things of that nature, like just all over the place in this room. And uh, you see all of your gear kind of not piled up. It's folded neatly and put away nicely. And, you know, should a soldier ever have needed it, if you guys were just normal animals in their zoo, they would have just used your stuff. Um, but you can see that it's all there. Everything's accounted for. I oh, do. Ha- wait, I- Billy kind of holds up a chain shirt. Can, can I take this? <laughs> Certainly. Woo-hoo. Well, wait, we can have chain mail. <laughs> um, I do have two minor requests to to make, although I do appreciate all the help you have given. There was a fourth Um, 
there was a fourth in our party. Do you know what happened to her? A dragonborn by the name of Nua. She was our guide to the city. Oh, yeah. Where's Nua? <laughs> oh, Nua, Nua, Nua. That's her name, huh? We had to put her with the other dragonborns. She's quite violent. I know. It's so endearing. <laughs> <laughs> Even Ron kind of smirks a little bit at that. <laughs> well, we do we do kind of need her because she was the one leading us to the city. We'll have to go in and save her. Um, Why would we I need suppose. to go in and save her? She's in an encampment with others of her kind. I'm sure she's fine. Pissed off, but fine. <laughs> I suppose I could release her. But I don't know is that I want to. She killed many of my guards. That's kind of not surprising. To be fair, you entrapped us and put us in a zoo. I was ready to start killing your guards. Matter of fact, that was going to be one of my second requests, as I made a promise to one of them. <laughs> oh, tut tut. Was it really that bad? Yes! <laughs> you tried being behind it being in a, in a cage you didn't even get my environment right and I'm hmm. part moon elf I'd never even seen the underdark well and there nearly perhaps, wasn't enough food put out perhaps in the future you could um, tell me more about what, what your environment actually is uh, apparently my ravens have not given me proper information well, a tavern's not a tavern without other people. Ferran puts his hand in his his head in his hand and just shakes his head because he's realizing you just told this woman to go kidnap other people to be able to have <laughs> an encampment for a bard. <laughs> Whoops. Well, your idea to tell about how that, your environment was That wrong. is exactly what I did. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm still under the effects of whatever the truth thing she did me is. Oh, no, you would have stepped out of the circle by now. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's all right. He, he can still assume it. <laughs> assume away. I'm just going to put it out there that as Ferran is talking, he's putting all his shit on, so that way in case things go south from this, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, Hillman's already dressed. <laughs> Billy's been getting dressed too. He can complain. Oh, finally, my gem rod. rod. Billy, Billy <laughs> just, Billy just got an upgrade too because he like traded out the leather armor for the chain shirt. Oh, I, I do have one last teensy tiny request. Yeah, the queen, queen says to you. You can hear a record scratching. <laughs> where, where did you obtain those? And she kind of points to your cloaks. The one, you mean the cloaks, the cloaks that were in the pouches of holding. <laughs> so you went through our stuff. Wait, wait! I need clarification. Which cloaks? The specifically the cloaks that you got from Baba Yaga. Oh, uh, the color, the color, the color. Oh, color. my fancy red cloak! You noticed, eh? Shit! What color cloak did I have again? You got the black one. Black, yeah. Baba Yaga gave them to us. They're fancy. 
It goes she like didn't. this. It goes like this. She brought uh, Mage and myself to this realm. We're not from here. And when this Nimrod came around <laughs> and joined us, we gave him the third cloak. We actually hold a fourth. Don't know why, but we do. Uh, they were gifted to us. Oh, that is amazing. Have you figured out how to use them yet? Yeah, no. you clasp them around your neck, put the hood up, and you stay warm. And dry. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's some other use for them. Oh, they if they are gifts from Baba Yaga, the mother, then, oh yes, they are, they are quite, quite powerful. I'm okay. surprised you haven't figured it out yet. Haven't had a need Bill, to. Billy kind of just shrugs. <laughs> I thought they just gave me a black cloak. So I take, I take <laughs> it you do know what these do. Oh yes, they they are protective cloaks. Very, very protective. But unfortunately, I don't know the activation word. Only Baba Yaga would have that. Oh, she's going to make us come back to her then. Activate cloak. <laughs> on. Cloak on. on. <laughs> go, go, gadget cloak. Well, perhaps that's something that you could find along your travels. I mean, she, her and her dancing hut do tend to appear at the most inopportune times. Pretend. Tell me about it. As I said, but, that's how we wound up here instead of getting paid for killing a troll. But let let me give you at least a little of what I know. Those cloaks are extremely powerful protective devices. They are worn by the chosen of of Baba Yaga. They're actually called the riders of Baba Yaga. I wonder what happened to the old riders. I'm sure it's not important. I'm sure they're fine somewhere. Even Ferran is all of a sudden, like, kind of, like, two-fingering the cloak, like, <laughs> off his shoulders, like, uh. <laughs> well, we're sure to learn something in, Bill, you Billy's know, like, that place Billy's, that like, we need to go. Billy's, like, flapping the cloak in the background, trying to get it to activate by just shouting random activation phrases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining... If this was a TV show, the camera's pointed forward, the queen's back is to the camera talking to Farron and Hillman, and then Billy's just going on and off camera, pacing back and forth, screaming activation words. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost see him doing like Richard Simmons like uh, workout routines in the background trying to get it to work. <laughs> uh, so after you guys are armed up and re-equipped and good to go. Um, she begins escorting you to um, Hold. Nua's Hold. Holding I want to go shopping. We were told we could have chainmail. Is there any better weapons or, or the chainmail armors? Like, how are they? Aha! Shopping! Um, yes, there is chainmail, um, which... I think rangers can wear those. It's something we might have to look into uh, uh, in they, between sessions. What, they they what did in second what, edition. What type of armor are rangers uh, limited to? Light and medium armors. 
then you should be able to get a chain shirt because chain shirts are light armor. Chain shirts are medium, medium armor. Sorry, yep. medium armor. Uh, as Sorry, far they're, as they're, the they're light, they're light armor in Pathfinder. As far as the uh, new weapons go, yes, you do find that there are two short swords that um, they they gleam and have a very fine razor edge on them, and basically that equates to um, plus two to attack and damage rather than your one plus one. So you have, you now have two short swords, each with a plus two. Okay, so now that that should be plus nine and plus nine. Hillman, are you looking for anything <clears throat> in particular? Yeah, if there were. Are there any weapons that would be considered a good upgrade to my rapier? <laughs> there is a rapier plus one. They tend okay. to not favor those here, but somebody came in with one a while ago. I'll take that. <laughs> and if there were any rods that were better than my gem rod. Let's see. Uh, okay, so you do find a rod. And yes, this is a Pathfinder thing. I understand, but you know what? I'm not... A huge, huge fan of the limited selection of 5e, so I kind of I break the fourth wall here. Um, you find a rod of metamagic, um, and we will discuss what that does in between sessions so that we don't bore everyone to death. Okay. All right, so I'll grab a chain shirt just in case between sessions that we discover 5e still allows Rangers to have it. So that way people aren't confused in the next episode if I'm okay. wearing it. Um, so with that being said, she escorts you to Nua, who is, is extremely, as you said, she's extremely ticked off, pacing around in her little cell. And it looks like a uh, swampy green dragon kind of area. And she's just kind of stomping through the mud and bog and kicking it and cursing. No, um, good news! I've come Billy, to rescue Billy, you! Billy just kind of lo- uh, very quietly whistles the Godzilla theme. John <laughs> throws her gear at her feet and says, Come on, aren't you supposed to be guiding us to that city? She starts putting her gear on. I don't know how you got out, but thank the gods you did. Five more minutes in here and I would have eaten myself. No, if, you, like if you're fun. hungry and want to eat somebody, I, I know somebody standing out there that really needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes stomping out. She's all pissed off and upset. But she sees the the Raven Queen standing there and kind of points at that guy that you have a beef with because she has a beef with him too. (laughs) This time, you get to stay in one piece. The queen just kind (laughs) of... Oh, it's always so much fun to have visitors. She starts doing a circle with her hand 
and you see the veil between the Feywild and the Prime Material begin to thin. And after a moment of her kind of doing large circle slow with her hand, it's almost—it's a portal, but it's almost like a a break in like the barrier between the realms. And she kind of turns around and looks at you guys and says, "This is the way home. You will be just a couple miles from Gress." Unfortunately, with the tainted lands, this is the closest that I can get you. Uh, we had a cart with horses. Anyway, uh, yes. get, can we get that back? It was yeah. kind of a rental. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lease. Come on. I, I think that um, I can make that happen. She claps and off runs one of the guards to go get your, your horses and your wagon. And no sooner does he take off that through that opening in in the the wall there rushes in like twenty of the queen's hand guard. They just start pouring into into this Feywild area, and they waste zero time attacking the Eladrin, and coming in last. Behind all of them is a, he's approximately nine feet tall, full plate, just massive gargantuan figure. And the helmet is just a flat mirror. And in the moment that you all see that, see this mirror, you can see your reflection in it. And for a brief moment, you see the reflection of the demon queen from the near normal realm. And that concludes this session of Chronicles of the oh Lost Realm. Oh. oh, I hate starting with combat. I love it. <laughs> ah, so, shit. But we got new Ladies swords. and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for uh, chiming in with us on session eight or episode eight, however you want to look at it. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. And let's uh, go around the horn here. And uh, uh, Farron, where where can we find more of you, buddy? Oh, well, you can find me wherever Realm of the Mist is, uh, whether here on YouTube or on Anchor.com or wherever quality podcasts are heard. And remember, right here on Twitch.tv, stay tuned. After episode eight, we will automatically be going into episode nine. YouTube, Anchor, you guys will be getting those released weekly. So, All right. if you want to get if you want to get Chronicles of the Lost Realm as much as you can, join us live Tuesday nights right here on Twitch.tv. So make sure you subscribe. All right, and, and Billy, where can we find more of you? you? Guys can always find me on obviously Chronicles of the Lost Realm playing Billy Noel, or you can find me as the host of Press A Gaming every other Friday on uh, Realm of the Mist. Yermas and Hillman. How you doing, buddy? Well, you can find me here on Chronicles of the Lost Realm playing Major General Hillman. And uh, I'm looking to maybe host a new podcast coming up soon, so that's in the works. Any ideas anybody might have? Hashtag StumbleCrew. <laughs> nice. 
And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, I am the Chronicler, and I love your company, keeping your ears wide open for our tales. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of the Lost Realm and on YouTube under the same name. Just type us in, give us a like and a sub. All right, everybody, have a good one, and we'll see you next time. You can host a show about short clothes. Ha, 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 ha.